Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Wednesday, the 27th of April 2022. Starting in Europe today, in Russia, the head of the United Nations, Antonio Guterres, spoke to President Vladimir Putin and Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov yesterday. Guterres said that a ceasefire was necessary in Ukraine. Speaking in Moscow yesterday, Guterres said that the United Nations sees Russia's actions as a violation of Ukraine's territorial integrity, and said that the situation in Mariupol is a crisis within a crisis. He also said that the United Nations was ready to help to save lives. According to the Russian Federation, what is taking place is a special military operation with the objectives that were announced. According to the UN, in line with the resolutions passed by the General Assembly, Russia's invasion of Ukraine is a violation of its territorial integrity and against the Charter of the United Nations. But it is my deep conviction that the sooner we end this war, the better for the people of Ukraine, for the people of the Russian Federation and those far beyond. Guterres will travel to Ukraine tomorrow. United States Secretary of State Antony Blinken has promised more military and financial support for Ukraine and said that Russia had already failed to meet its goals. Uh, In terms of Russia's war aims, Russia has already failed, and Ukraine has already succeeded. In Germany, representatives of 40 countries met to discuss the war in Ukraine yesterday. US Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said that the US wants Russia to lose its military power, and said that Ukraine can win the war. Russia's invasion is baseless, reckless, and lawless. It is an affront to the rules-based international order. It is a challenge to free people everywhere. And as we see this morning, nations of goodwill from around the world stand united in our resolve to support Ukraine in its fight against Russia's imperial aggression. Ukraine clearly believes that it can win. And so does everyone here. Germany said yesterday that it will send 50 tanks to Ukraine that carry anti-aircraft weapons, and the Netherlands is sending artillery. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said that the West is fighting a proxy war against Russia by giving weapons to Ukraine. In southeastern Ukraine, the city of Zaporizhia was hit by Russian bombs for the first time yesterday, killing one person. Zaporizhia is hosting thousands of refugees who escaped the city of Mariupol. Qatari news agency Al Jazeera has reported on hundreds of war crimes committed by the Russian army north of Kiev. In Moldova, there were explosions yesterday in the breakaway region of Transnistria, where Russian soldiers have been based for 30 years against the wishes of the Moldovan government. Moldovan President Maya Sandu said that some forces in Transnistria wanted war. 
Ukraine said that these attacks were false flag attacks to justify a Russian response. In Spain, archaeologists have found tombs believed to be over 2,500 years old. The discovery is from the ancient Phoenician people who lived in southern Spain around 800 BC. Africa. In Sudan, at least 200 people have been killed in attacks in western Darfur. The Janjaweed militia has been blamed for the attack. The Janjaweed are an Arab militia which often fight against non-Arab people in Darfur. In the Democratic Republic of Congo, two relatives have died of Ebola. The World Health Organization has recognised 100 possible contacts and is organising emergency vaccines in the area. Ebola outbreaks are believed to start from contact with bats and then continue to pass between humans, with around half of infected people dying. Asia. In China, the capital city Beijing is testing 20 million people for coronavirus in order to avoid a lockdown. China's biggest city, Shanghai, has been in a strict lockdown for over a month. In Pakistan, four people were killed in a suicide bombing at a university yesterday. Khadija Tahir reports. In Pakistan, four people were killed in an explosion at the University of Karachi. Three of the victims were Chinese nationals, including the director of the Chinese Institute of Language Studies in Pakistan. The Baloch Liberation Army, an armed separatist group, has claimed responsibility for the attack, which was carried out by a female suicide bomber. Chinese people have often been targeted due to the huge infrastructure programs being funded by China in the province of Balochistan. America's in El Salvador, Defense Minister René Merino has said that over 17,000 gang members have been arrested in the last month. Rights groups have said that people are being arrested without proper investigations. However, Marino said that the arrests were having a positive effect on El Salvador. In the United States, guns were the biggest killer of children in 2020, according to a new report from the University of Michigan. It is the first time that guns are at the top of the list of causes of death beating car accidents for the first time. And in the United States, billionaire Elon Musk has reached a deal to buy the social network Twitter for $44 billion. Musk has previously criticised Twitter for its censorship, saying that Twitter doesn't allow free speech, and some analysts have suggested that former President Donald Trump could be allowed back on the platform. A huge thank you to Milko from Italy, Elizabeth from Germany, and Hajime from Japan for becoming our newest supporters. If you find this podcast valuable, then you can become a supporter at send7.org support.
Supporters also get access to transcripts every day. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow, you will be with Juliet Martin. Have a great day.